All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Man, listen, episode 142, uh, we are moving along the home stretch of this fall 2021 season. It's been great. Uh, it's It's been... It's been interesting. Um, some up and down battles, jockeying for position now for the playoffs. We're about to start putting out some ballots uh, next week. After, yeah, after this week, we'll start putting out our individual award ballots, and uh, it should be it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun to see what guys think uh, who deserves uh, what accolade. Let's start with uh, our recap uh, for week number six. The seven o'clock game featured Boot Gang versus Forty Boys. Forty Boys were able to get the dub. 93 to 87 in double overtime. Yeah. Uh, really, really entertaining game. Game of the night. Game of the night for sure. Possibly uh, one of the games uh, of the season. Right. We had another uh, close one. Was it, was it free? Uh, yeah, free had back to back close ones actually like that. Yeah. And so, the overtime. Yeah, when the overtime when that one was close. But yeah, this one right here was, was interesting because the way the overtimes were ending, it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We just never knew uh, what was going to happen. Uh, but Johnny, he had a um, was that a career high? He's had forty before, right? He has forty before. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I, I think he had forty four one time. Okay, so he had a, he had a season high forty points. I know that's a career high for rebounds, sixteen rebounds, yeah, yeah. Uh, six assists. He shot fifty five percent from the field. He was just he was on fire. He called it before the game um, that this would be his night. Uh, with no Shanny, he had no choice for it to be his night. And he he was uh, him and Braden did an excellent job uh, carrying the team. Oh, with 67 of the 93 points uh, to victory. Uh, Boot game actually played well. Yeah. They actually did play well, but they just shot the ball. Too. Just, it was just poor shooting. Yeah. And Mudge, you know, Mudge, he led the way. But Mudge and DeVere, overall, they were not efficient at all. Yeah. 35% for DeVere. And DeVere wasn't bad. It was just the threes. Yeah. The threes were horrible. He was one for 14 from three. I've never seen anyone <laughs> shoot that bad uh, from the three-point line. I didn't realize he shot that many. Yeah. It didn't seem like it, but seven uh, percent from three—that's way below his standards, below anyone's standards. Uh, Mudge, uh, ten for twenty-five. I thought he was more efficient than I didn't realize he got up that many shots, but he did go on a cold stretch. Yeah, I remember well, towards he, the end, he got tired towards the end. Yeah, um, you're not used to playing that many minutes, uh, and then they went into overtime, so it just added to the fatigue. So, yeah. uh, and Prim was lights out, five for eight from three. Yeah. These they're gonna they're gonna have to start respecting that shot. Yeah, <laughs> young, you know I mean? young Pasia. Yeah, <laughs> and. And to be honest with you, I probably I feel, I feel like he probably should have been playing more minutes all season. Prim, yeah, because yeah. I think he's been fairly efficient. Yeah, he's just he's you know he's he's a smaller guy, so you know guys pick on him when he's <clears throat> you know as far as the the matchups, it's, it's some big guys in this league, so I can understand that. But um, Wasif, he he had some big shots. Yeah, he did. He had some big shots too. So you know, overall, I thought the threes, fourteen threes, definitely kept him in the game, but the volume, yeah, it just wasn't efficient. Yeah. Fourteen to forty five, thirty one percent is not that good. Uh, but 87 points, I believe that was a season high for them. Yeah. So guys that weren't accustomed to getting their shots definitely got their shots because they only play five guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it worked out for me. Even on the uh, same the other team. Same, yeah, exactly. Well, they have six. They they don't have a six. A guy kind of came in late. Uh, Hansel, yeah, he came yeah. late. Yeah. He kind of came in late. And uh, before that though, yeah, they 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 were down. Came back <clears> to the league. And I thought they were gonna break Boom Gang at that point, and Boom Gang came back strong, man. Probably had a two point lead with twelve seconds to go, and yeah. then ISO goes down there, gets a big bucket, ties the game up. So they definitely had an opportunity to the real game, the go ahead bucket, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, had an opportunity. We actually had it on got it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, had an opportunity to 
knock off the one of the top teams in the league, uh, especially without Shan, but fell a little short, unfortunately for them. So it's what, four in a row for them that they've lost now. Yeah, they lost four in a row. Yeah. And they're going into the bye week. It's yeah. tough. They, they, they need it. Yeah. yeah. They got to regroup. Now, uh, the second game of the night, Kings of the North versus Free, uh, 81 to 72. Kings of the North got the win. Carl, another great uh, game, efficient game, 33 points. Uh, four rebounds, six assists. He shot 11 for 17 from the field, 65%. Overall, guys were, were, were hitting. Uh, they shot the ball well. Um, threes were, you know, streaky, but for the most part, they, they, they made enough. Yeah. And, and defensively, they were locked in, only holding free to 72 points. Um, I was a little disrespectful with my, uh, you know, my pregame pick. I, I, had, I had them losing Very. by quite a bit. Well, Very. I think it was only 21. I think I had to lose them by 21. Right. But to say that they were going to score 120 points, that was a little disrespectful. Yeah, that was very disrespectful. And they ended up scoring around what I said they were scoring somewhere yeah. in that area. Uh, you said it would be closer, too. Yeah, I said it would be a lot closer. I think I had them losing by seven, and they lost by nine. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just respect teams. I, I respect the fact that a lot of these teams have pride. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're players, and they can play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Micah made a shot, yeah. They'll be right there. One for 18. <laughs> Speaking of bad shooting, DeVere, eat your heart out. <laughs> My, one for 18. And what was he from three? 0 for 8. Yeah. So he was missing layups. Yeah. I mean, 0 for 8 is bad for three, though. Like, why are you still shit? No, 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 I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to say that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Mike has a, a, a regular Mike game. Yeah. There's a regular Mike game. Not, no, but Mike's never won for 18. That's just. Yeah, yeah that's on. what I'm saying. If he has a regular Mike game. Or whatever, they're right there. I mean, I think they're right there. So I mean, they they just couldn't withstand. Could have won the game, actually. Yeah, they just couldn't withstand his bad shooting. It, I don't under, see. Listen, Mike. See, Eddie wasn't that efficient. Dre wasn't that efficient, but they weren't horrible. Mike was one for eighteen, <laughs> and they lost by nine points. Yeah. So they actually overcame that. Yeah. For the most part. Like you said, if he has a decent game, even if he has a pretty good game, they could probably win the game. Win the game, yeah. So, I mean, that's just how this league is. Like, Free's supposed to be the quote-unquote worst team, but they gave the best team a nice run. Yeah. So, I think, you know, you can't take any week for granted. You can't take these players for granted because I think everybody here can play. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, and I hope everybody – when they look at their week-to-week matchup. And granted, we don't have any bad matchups for going. I think uh, every matchup from here on in is basically has playoff implications tied to it. So, I mean, this is big going yeah. forward. Okay, and the final game of the night, <clears throat> we don't really need to talk about this one. No, let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, Sharpshooters got the win, 86-68. to 68. They flipped the score, 18-point uh, win over five guys. Um I mean, there's a lot that you can point to in this game. Let's 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 talk about sharpshooters first. How they are, they're continuing um, their cohesiveness right. uh, really throughout the whole season, uh, with the exception of week one. They're now won four in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've won three games in a row by ten points or more, oh. and um, they're sh- they're flexing their muscle a little bit. They're showing their dominance. So. Um, it's it's it's. I mean, it's tough, man. I mean, when the team is gelling like the way they are, it's gonna be hard for anybody to beat them. There was another team that free played within two points when they played. Now, granted, they were fresh to the league, and that was their first win, I believe. But they were again, you know, within two points of free. Uh, and now they tell you how tough the league is that you just don't know. 
But since then, they've been on a roll. Mm-hmm. They've busted people up. Uh, the real test will be if, how they end their season now. Because they can literally go from being, they can literally be the top team in the, in the league, mm-hmm. hands down, and have number one seed. Or if they could drop to as low as five or six. They could. They lose all three. If they lose all three. So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, somebody on that bottom end is going to lose, too. So, they probably won't drop that far. Yeah. But they could definitely drop to four, possibly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a really good shot. They could drop to four if they don't pull off any wins coming up. So, And they're playing the best teams in the league. Yeah. So, it's a really good chance they could lose all three of these and be 4-4 at the end of the season, even though they're 4-1 right now. And they could win all three and be the top team. Yeah. So, we'll see. And uh, for five guys, 23 turnovers. Yeah. That's tough to win any game when you turn the ball over at that rate. I don't think uh, – that's for sure a season high. I don't think anyone had 23 turnovers in a game. Um, but especially if you're going to turn the ball over like that and you're not – it's hard to say uh, defend because 86 points, holding a team to 86 points with 23 turnovers is actually not bad defense. Right. Because uh, that's a lot of turnovers. I'm sure a lot of those turnovers led to fast break points. So – it's just hard to overcome. So if you're not shooting the ball exceptionally well and you're turning the ball over, because we shot 44%, so we need to be shooting somewhere around 60% if we're going to turn the ball over like that. Like that. You got to be shooting well from three probably too. Yeah, so, 22%. That's not going to get it done. <laughs> not going to get it done, unfortunately. Uh, but, I mean, you live and you learn. And I'm not saying that there's something to learn from this more so than you just got to perform better. Going forward for you guys. Uh, and – you guys are like hickling high guy. Like, you know, you guys look. John, just don't pick us no more, man. Okay, I won't. Appreciate that. You guys look really good one week, and then you look like you look last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, long term, hopefully something can be fixed, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week. Once again, for the second week in a row, I know last week was a combination, but uh, Iso Johnny uh, notching another player of the week. 40 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 55% from the field. Uh, Well-deserved. I don't think it was even close, really. I think he had like 12. The next person was like 3 or 4. Yeah, yeah. So I think the whole league agrees that that was Iso Johnny's night. He yeah. carried them uh, to victory. And he's well deserving of winning uh, the player of the week for this week. Well, he he's player of the week, and he's making it very interesting right now for the MVP race. Mm-hmm. Some maybe not, but I think with his recent performances, he's definitely making it very very interesting. So, uh, shouts to my guy uh, Johnny Johnny Johnson getting busy. Yeah, uh, sorry to call him by his full government. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> but I've known him beforehand. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely getting busy taking care of his business. Uh, fitting in holes that I just don't know. It's like a like a mouse or a cockroach. It's like you just yeah. fitting in places that you just doesn't like, make how sense. Did he, how did he get in there? <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, but yeah, he, he's definitely he's with, uh, unanimous pretty much MVP this week. So MVP. Um, I'm not putting MVP on you, Johnny. Yeah, that goes for anybody else. I'm not putting MVP on anybody. Uh, but no, he's definitely the uh, player of the week this week. So shout out to him. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our. We're gonna we're gonna actually go back one. Uh, we have we need to get an update on the uh, on the awards and how we feel about uh, you know how things are looking right now. 
We're going to start from the bottom uh, all the way to MVP. So let's go with uh, our GM of the season award. Uh, Sean, I'm going to start with you. Who would you give that award to? If we had to vote today, it would be uh, it would be between Shane mm-hmm. and Sharpshooters and and and, and obviously T at uh, Kings of the North in a close race. Those are my top two candidates. Uh, if you want to add me in the race for the the Forty Boys creation, <laughs> <laughs> I can take myself too much credit. But no, uh, those would be my top two candidates though, uh, especially considering that. Uh, Sharpshooters is a new franchise. That's true. And they come right in and and, and, and been able to make a name for themselves. Um, definitely would be my top two. Uh, and, you know, shout out to the other GMs too. Uh, Devere. They, boot game did a lot better than everybody thought. Um, Larry, Larry and Sweat with the Bullets. Uh, they've done How they doing? Job. They Hey, you know, <laughs> Pat, look. The team's in disarray. They, they're they're patching it up now. So, we'll, yeah. I, we'll see. They, I think they can finish the season strong. Uh, but shout out to the Jens because it's hard work. And who, and who am I to, to, to talk about? You know, because yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're not necessarily winning GM of the year either, right? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm failing. Yeah. I'm failing so, my own class. Right. So, I mean, so like I say, it's not easy being GM. Trust me, because I, at, at, here in the office, the head office, I get, I have to hear the complaints of the GMs. Yeah. They do. It's, it's hard work. Being the GM, especially yeah. when things don't go your way. Yeah. So, shout out to GMs. But yeah, my top two, if, if it was up to me today, my top two candidates would be Shane and, and T. I'm going to agree. Uh, Shane and T for sure. They've, they've done a good job. They got a combined record of 9 and 1. Um, 40 Boys, they kind of made it work on the fly, but um, hats off to you as well. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the nod to one of those two. We'll see how it fares at the end because I, these last three weeks are actually going to be pretty crucial. Okay, uh, six man. Who you got for six man? I'm gonna go with Prim for uh, okay. uh, Boom Gang. He's uh, he always comes in with, with good energy and, and making plays. Uh, so I definitely go with Prim. And my other candidate would be probably it's a couple guys you get on there. Uh, Michael Green gives him good bullets, good minutes. Him and O. Uh, that has to translate to winning too, though. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There's no candidates for our team either, so, you know, just letting you know. And, uh, and, and maybe uh, last but not least, you know, the other guy, the 40 boy, I guess Hunter, he comes in and gets good minutes. Um, even though, you know, people don't always like some of the things that he brings to the table. I think he comes in and gives him good energy and does some good things, so. We'll see who's on the ballot. But those, those will be my guys that I'm thinking of. Okay. Well, for me, and this is just what I've seen, I'm actually going to nominate Danielle. Uh, I think she uh, is more than deserving. Oh, for Isaiah's another one. Danielle and Isaiah. Yeah, he, he, he started a few games, but Daniel's always came oh, off the okay. bench. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and nominate Danielle. I think, what she, I think she's very, very underrated. Uh, when she comes into the game, she's always under control. She's always in the right spots. She, she, I, her plus minus is probably crazy. Yeah, it's that. probably insane. Like, so I'm, a, I'm a actually gonna nominate her for six man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, defensive MVP. Who you got? This is gonna be a hard one this, this year. Be a hard one. This season, this one's tough. I'm thinking it's weird, mm-hmm. which is why he may not win it. But I think just, oh, just spectacular. I just can remember highlights. And making a difference at very crucial times. Ten? 
Shannon. Okay. Yeah. He's won it before. Yeah. I think at, at very crucial times in the game, he gets one of those rundown blocks or steals that just always – it's like a game changer. Now, throughout the game, the team as a whole doesn't necessarily play great defense. But I just remember him just making some of those shutdown defensive plays towards the end of games a lot of times. He has the record for blocks in the game. Yes. And uh, and his, you know what? His teammate, too. This is weird because they don't play a lot of good defense. But B.J. has done so – when you tell him the whole uh, individual guy – B.J. was playing good defense. Yeah. Well, just tell him, shut this guy down. He's been a a, a stopper. Yeah. So, like I say, team-wise, they don't play a lot of he's, good defense. He stopped much, right? He was the one yeah, that shut him down. Yeah, he was the one that just deed up on him. Yeah. So, you know, B.J., another one who, who's kind of like a guy who kind of definitely makes some plays individually, mm-hmm. defensively. It was one more. Who was the last guy I was thinking of? And he's going to hate me because I didn't mention him. But we'll just keep it at those two later. The guy guy I'm thinking of, I'll give you credit when when your name comes up to me. Okay, for me, it's it's T. Beatty. Again. Yeah. I'm going to give it to T. Beatty. I think... He he does a phenomenal job on defense. His his stats haven't been spectacular yeah. this season, right. but the job that he's been doing as far as guarding, it's unmatched to me. Uh, I think I think like you said, Shannon's done a good job in spots, but the team defense hasn't helped him. Right. So I'm gonna go with T. Beatty. I think what he does and the the fact that the team is always in the right spots that definitely helps him. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the edge to him. Right. I think he's defensive MVP this season. All right. And it'll be close. It'll be, it'll be yeah. close. Well. Okay. Um. MVP. Who you got? Three guys for me. Carl. Mm-hmm. Consistently destroying people. And it's like, I think we're going to say the same three guys. Yeah. And they, he's like, like Will Chamberlain. But not, I don't want to give him that much credit. But in, in a sense, uh, <laughs> he's coming into the league and he possibly MVP. Like, like Will Chamberlain walked into the league and yeah. won MVP. Like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Like, like, you know, he just walked in. Did like, Magic do that, too? He won finals MVP. Oh, okay, he okay. finals MVP, yeah. So, Carl's walking in the league right now. He possibly So, Carl's came in. He's seeked and destroyed. So, Carl, ISO. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing his thing and carrying him a lot, especially offensively. Been carrying him a lot. Uh, and even though Elijah kind of makes that team go, I'm going to go with Steven uh, Walter. Okay. Uh, Interesting. He, he's been... But buddy, buddy, yeah, yeah, he's consistently uh, kind of held that team together. He's been like that consistent score. He defends like he he hit the game winner actually. Yeah, he did uh, against a uh, free. Uh, got a game winner against him. So yeah, those were my three candidates. Okay, yeah. I like those three. Um, I would say the same. I would say Carl. I would say ISO, who's charging right now, and. Uh, I'm actually going to say Elijah, but I would also put Steven on that on that ballot as well. But uh, right now, I think Elijah has been the engine uh, for that team, and he's uh, he's been the most consistent. Um, but Buddy has been super efficient as yeah. of late; like he's not missing. Yeah. So um, I like what he's bringing to the table as well. So yeah, it should be interesting with the voting. Uh, we'll see what the players think of that. Uh, but I like it though. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. So let's start. Uh, we're gonna go to. We're gonna start from the top to bottom today. Um, obviously, number one, still Kings of the North. They are five and zero. 
They look good. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Kings of the North is starting to get just a little bit bored, just a little bit. And that's no shot at free. Uh, but I, the way they played last game, it they weren't as hungry as they have been the last couple of games where they're coming out. You know, that you could just tell the energy is in the building. They're just like, okay, hey, they seem like they're kind of going through the motions right now, ready for the playoffs right, to start. Right. So I have them uh, at, still at one, of course. But that's interesting. But I think they're gonna their radar's gonna go back up now that they're facing a team they haven't faced all season. Right. right. Um, number two, um, I still got sharpshooters. <laughs> I, I know forty boys have you know like hey man we beat them you know yeah. they've been saying that for a couple of weeks now three three or four weeks now, but again, forty boys have been in close games and sharpshooters have been dominating. So I'm going by week to week, and the last couple of weeks sharpshooters in my opinion have looked better. And they, I know they have identical records. It's not about who's the number two seed by playoffs. It's about my power rankings. So I still have sharpshooters ahead of 40 boys. Um, so 40 boys would be number three. And for that reason that I mentioned, number four, I'm going to go with Boot Gang. Uh, Boot Gang looked a lot better this week. Uh, they played better. They just weren't efficient. But overall, I thought uh, they deserved um, to move up after the, the valiant effort against 40 boys. I thought they were going to get smacked. I really did. But they didn't. They held their own. Again, they've been getting forty boys been getting to that magic number ninety three. I know they're chopping at the bit, uh, looking at us right now, like, hey, we're gonna do the same thing to y'all. Y'all got nobody that can guard us, so this should be interesting. Um, number five, I got five guys at number five. Um, I believe we definitely that definitely was a blow to us. We we definitely could have moved up the ladder. Probably could have got to three. Honestly, if we had, we beat sharpshooters. Because we would have had identical records. We would own the tiebreaker. And we would have been the number three seed. So that could have actually catapulted them. But, uh, you know, a loss like that in the fashion that we we did it, it it definitely warrants us going. I was contemplating putting us at six. Honestly, it was. Um, I got the Bullets at number six. Uh, The Bullets, they're starting to look a little bit better. But, you know, they, for whatever reason, they can't string together a win. Um, it's just been tough for them. But they got a big game ahead of them uh, this week, so we'll see. And I'll get to that in my predictions. And at number seven, I got free. Free still winless, 0-5. Um, again, not all is lost for them. They got a big game. They can they can turn the whole season around. We'll see how they fare. But right now, I got them at last. Right. And uh, I'm going to go about it. Uh, I agree with you on almost all of them. All right. Uh, Kings of North or... Kings of the North, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, well, even though, like I said, maybe getting a little bit bored. Uh, and but again, like I said, they have three legit teams they're playing. They're mm-hmm. left for the last three games, so I don't think they can come in lacking uh, in these last three games. Uh, we got. I'm gonna go forty boys too, though. I'm gonna stay consistent with that. Uh, since they, even though. They haven't had dominant wins, like per se. Every game's been had. close. The games have been close. Mm-hmm. They're that kind of says a lot about them, though. They're finding ways to win still. And that's that's what playoff games boil down and to. That's close what games because the play the games are in the playoffs are going to be close. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say they always work out like that. They haven't been too many. Uh, well, at least in, when I'm usually though. Yeah. Uh, right. It hasn't been too many games in the playoffs. There are blowouts because possessions are taken more seriously. Exactly. You're not having down possessions. Yeah. Turnover shutdown is just it's just different. And so the fact that they can win close games when they have won close games, 
I'm still gonna get them the, the edge. Uh, sharpshooters in third three, they may be getting a little bored because they just been beating the hell out of people lately. That's true. <laughs> so they're playing like they're having a lot of fun though. Yeah, but they are having a lot of fun. They actually they're, and their energy is contagious. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you know, from and it was a team effort last week. I mean, it's from one through one through nine. Uh, so um, we get them at three, but they this week could be big because we'll see what they're really made of. Mm-hmm. Are they really ready to make that jump? And challenge the top team. Um, so we'll we'll see. They talk like they are, but we'll see. Yeah, the demeanor um, definitely says yes. they're ready. Uh, at four, I'm gonna agree with you and say boot game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think after uh, three bad weeks, they hadn't played well in a while. I would say they had a good week this week. Um, they played Forty Boys tough. Probably gave the Forty Boys their toughest game since. Probably since uh, the first game of the season when they lost to Kings of the North. That was probably the 40 boys' toughest game. I mean, they've had other close games, but I there was really a threat for 40 boys to lose this game. Yeah. And, again, 40 boys found a way to pull it out. So, uh, Bouquet had a really good week this week. Um, so, yeah, definitely shout-out to them. And, and, you know, they didn't shoot particularly well. They just did what they needed to do um, and found themselves in a game where they was up two with 12 seconds left. Mm. So, uh so, yeah, boot game at four. Uh, I have some changes here, too. At five, I'm going to go Bullets, uh, even with the one and four record. Uh, I'm still go Bullets at five. And simple fact, of the last time they played, they looked pretty, even though they lost, they looked fairly decent to me. They looked good. They looked better than what I saw at the five guys. Uh, no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. But, uh, oh. <laughs> but, I'm going to uh, definitely say I'm, I'm going to go with them at, at, at five, the Bullets, because, like I said, they looked a lot better. And I I expect them to play well this week, too, especially with Jalen coming back. Uh, number six, it'll be you guys. Um, y'all just didn't look very good last week. You look terrible. You just didn't look very good last week. So, um, And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I appreciate it. No need to elaborate. I, I can say a lot of other stuff, but – I hope you guys play a lot better this week because you guys need to, especially because you can find your, got yourself on the outside looking in. We're looking. We're, we're we're about to face a team that doesn't play a lot of defense. Yeah. So if we can't score against a team that doesn't play defense, it says a lot about us. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. And last but not least, free. Uh, look, they're the ex champs, and I know in in the Cypress League, you know, y'all had teams like Asher Miller and different bad teams in the, uh, in this league. And I would just hope that they're not a, – a team that had championship aspirations and has won a championship would not be in the same breath as one of some of those terrible teams that um been in the Cypress location. So, cheers to them getting one win. I don't know when they'll be, but they got three weeks left. I think they can pull it off. But they're in last place right now. So yeah, it's tough. Go free, hopefully. Okay, um, time for our predictions. Seven o'clock game, free versus the Bullets. I got the line set at even, for obvious reasons. Over under at one forty. My prediction: I have free winning that game, ninety-one to eighty-four. They get their first win of the season. The Bullets will continue to be in shambles. Uh, Eight o'clock game. Actually, you no. Know let's go back and forth. You give me yours. Uh, 
No, nah, I'm definitely going bullets on that one. Uh, and I, every time I've picked free, I've yeah. been let down a little bit. So I hope I don't give the bullets a jinx. But I think, well, with Reed coming back and Jalen, so I already go sweats 20 and 10, I think they'll be fine. Uh, they obviously give free some problems in areas that uh, I think it'd be just very difficult for them to defend. And Jalen, though he's small, he's a pretty good defender. So seeing the matchup between him and Eddie. He's a great defender. Yeah. And the matchup between him and Eddie actually be pretty interesting. So yeah. we'll, we'll definitely see what's going on with that. So I'm going to give uh, Bullets there 90, 91, 87. Okay. So we both get 91. All right, uh, let's see. 8 o'clock game, five guys versus 40 boys. Uh, the over-under is 140, sorry, 154. The line is set at 8.5, uh, 40 boys. And my prediction, of course, is always as an objective basketball uh, watcher. Uh, I, don't, I don't put my player hat on when I make my predictions. I just go by what I see. Um, I have 40 boys winning that game 87-80. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too far off from you. I actually think it might end up being close again if y'all keep up the scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say y'all get a, a, a season high points of 92, but you lose 97-92. Mm-hmm. You can't stop them from scoring. It's a lot of points, man. Y'all can't stop them from scoring 97-92. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. As long as we close out, I don't know if they'll score 97. I mean, we gave up 100 this year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what am I saying? Anyway, uh, let's see. You picked your score for that one? Yeah, 97-92. Okay. Uh, 9 o'clock game. Kings of the North versus Sharpshooter. The game of the night. Game of the season so far. Uh, over under 168. Uh, the line is set at one and a half for Kings of the North. And my prediction, I got Kings of the North winning 85-82. Game winning three from... Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to say Gino hits the game winner. I feel like Kings of the North have something to prove. Uh, you know, they always need that bulletin board material mm-hmm. um, to kind of get their juices going. Uh, they feel a little disrespected, um, somewhat by me, mm-hmm. uh, and somewhat by different people in the league, some of the players. Mm-hmm. So, I think they they show up, and um, I think they're going to set an example. I think I'm going to go Kings of the North, 88, 78. Ten-point win. Ten-point win. Mm. I, I, and Sharpshooters may prove me wrong. They they may come out and uh, – because they, they pretty much have to prove people wrong in general. Um, mm. They got some matchup problems, too. Yeah, they got some – they could definitely cause some issues. But, I mean, too much Carl, too much Draylon, too much Squeak. You know, too much of everybody. <laughs> so, and like I say, and I think the juices are going. Uh, I know usually when uh, T calls me angry, yeah. <laughs> the juices are really going. Yeah. So when when they when they're kind of going back and forth on the Facebook page, the juices are usually going. Yeah. So I'm gonna go uh, Kings of the North eighty eight seventy eight. I think they feel like they have a point to prove. And they really want to prove this week that they are the quote unquote Kings of North, or at least the Kings of Cypress. Yeah. Now I know this. If they if the Kings of North get off to a slow start, I don't see them winning by ten. Mm. I can see them coming back and it being interesting, but they can't get off to a slow start and 
in yeah. Baltimore. I don't see that. Yeah. So they got to they got to get off to a fast start. But like you said, they uh, sharpshooters have always made adjustments. So we'll see. Um, okay, time for be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. All right, uh, time for our next segment in the news. All right, time for in the news. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about, but we got enough. We got some interesting topics. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the Lakers, mainly LeBron. Um, there was nearly another Malice in the Palace. Um, what was it? What's today? Today's Tuesday. That was what Sunday. Sunday, yeah, two days ago. Now uh, Isaiah Stewart. I had to look this up. Isaiah Stewart, six nine two fifty. Yeah. LeBron James, six nine two fifty. Yeah, they are the same size. Even matchup. Even matchup. <laughs> so. LeBron was boxing out. They were both jockeying for position for a rebound. And you know what? I, and I, as I listened to, uh, to First Take and uh, Undisputed, they all made good points. But I was just thinking about it. I was like, uh, Skip Bayless made the, the best point of all. It was a made shot on the free throw. So why are y'all still fighting for position if the shot already went in? There's no. It's over. Go down the floor. Yeah. So... But LeBron was just frustrated. They were down 12. He was just like, man, he's getting the best of me, so I got to get him up off of me. And whether you want to say it was foul play, dirty play, whatever, he popped him really good in the eye. Yeah. And I, don't, I, I, I can't say that he meant to hit him in the face, yeah. but I definitely think he tried to move him back, back a little bit. But with a closed fist, it's kind of like, hey, what you doing? Yeah. That's why Isaiah reacted the way he did. Because one thing – to maybe like muff him in the face because it's like, okay, you had open hands and you were really trying to push me off of you. But to have a closed fist, it's like, hey, man, you, you swung on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can understand why he was mad. And, and everyone talking about, oh, you know, he didn't really want to fight. He did all that for show. No, he did want to fight. He was just stunned. And he was just like, he, he, I don't know what LeBron said to him. We still don't have the audio on that. And I think that's what set him off. Whatever was said to him when they were face-to-face is what set him off. It wasn't the hit. The hit was he was confused. And was like, hey, why'd you do that? Yeah, you know what I mean. So they were, he was trying to talk it out, but obviously somebody said something. Right, right, right. When somebody said something, that said him off. Somebody might have said something crazy, like you ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what did it. I, I think probably well, and I've been in this situation before. I, I don't play much now, but like I've been in a situation before where I've been on the free throw line, and you know, me and a guy, it becomes a, a macho man thing. Yeah. Well, you know, like he hit me with something, I hit him with something, I then I try to get him off beat. I think that's probably what happened, but Isaiah Stewart's face ended up being right there. I don't yeah. think he necessarily meant to hit him in the face. Now, but I do think he meant to throw the bowl slash whatever it was. But why do he have a closed fist, though? That's my only question. Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be apologetic if you had a closed fist. And, and I think as soon as he hit him and saw him go down, he did seem like, oh, my, dang, my bad, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. And then when he got up, I don't know what was said when he got up, yeah. but he lost it. Yeah, see, it was, I'm telling you, it was something that was said. So I, I'm assuming, this is an assumption, I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming he got up and, like, LeBron was, like, apologetic, probably, like, hey, yeah. man, my, my bad, man, you all right? You know, and then dude was, like, probably was, like, what the F? Yeah. And then LeBron probably felt disrespectful when he was, like, what the F? Blah, 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 blah. And LeBron probably said something slick back. Yeah, and that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And then his eye starts bleeding. Yeah, and he sees. And he turns into a, a, a raging bull. <laughs> Man, he's running everybody over. The he's running, he's dead. Hey, you know, after a while, you just like, you know what? 
I'm good, man. Hey, but I will. Look, I, I'm not gonna say 100, but I know uh, he was a raging bull until he ran to like DeAndre Jordan, <laughs> and then he slowed down a little bit. <laughs> he was like, he he his momentum stopped a little bit when he kind of started to run into DeAndre Jordan. But you know what? And I and I said this, DeAndre Jordan is probably the scariest one on the floor. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan is not going to do anything. Have you, ever, have you ever seen altercation go down with DeAndre Jordan there? He'd be looking around like, man, I hope they don't think I'm going to fight. That's how he'd be looking for real. I'm like, yo, like DeAndre, man, what's up? I've never seen hey, him do anything. You, you may be right, but he's still 7'1", 280. <laughs> so he's like, you, you got to release pretend, dog. Like, like, but what? I mean, even, even if I thought I could whoop him, <laughs> he's still 7'1", to He's still 7'1". So if he, if he just decides to swing on me, it's going to hurt. Like, <laughs> it's going to hurt, especially if he landed. Yeah. But. So, so with that being said, I, I, I mean, not saying I'm not going to call out Tough Cool's a tough guy, but I think there was some ego involved. But dude, what about the suspension? Do you think the suspensions are just? I think it should have been even. I don't see how – I don't understand how Isaiah Stewart got more games and find more money than LeBron. Because he turned to a raging bull and started – well, they, they they feel like he could have possibly started a ride with, with his actions. And okay. then he ran all in the clock room like he's about to run to the other side. Yeah. You see the video with Zello sitting on the bench like, hey, man, if he come through here. <laughs> yeah, right now, now, you want to talk about somebody I believe <laughs> Melo ready for it to go down. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see him in brawls. Yeah. So, he said, he not coming this way. Yeah, he said, hey, he, not come, he better not come through this way. <laughs> yeah, Melo, hey, I'm telling you. Now, that's the enforcer on the team. Yeah, that's the, that's the boss one came out of him right there. <laughs> and I saw that video. I was like, yeah, Melo for real. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey. Cause I don't know what y'all doing. And then he said, then he said something to somebody. I said, "What you doing over here? What you standing right here?" I'm like, "Mello, hey man, chill out." He did. He was like a random, he was a random Detroit Pistons player. He said, "What you doing over here?" What you doing? He started charging everybody up. Yeah, he did. I said, "Damn, Mello." And dude was like, "Hey, I just, my bad, bro." Mello's like, "I just I, don't get it twisted. Yeah. It can go down. Like that's how Mello was like." <laughs> but that's that, that's some street stuff though because yeah. that is kind of true though. Look, your 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 crew, your game is going off on that end. Why are you over here on my end? Like, you don't you know you could be you could die right now? There's no reason you'd be over here. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that, that's some street stuff. I actually understood that even though that wasn't a street situation. It wasn't. He almost turned into one. Yeah. Um. Speaking of fighting, uh, there was a, a boxing match that went on last Saturday. Uh, Terrence Crawford and uh, and Sean Porter. Terrence Crawford, not surprisingly, got the victory uh, by TKO. I actually called it. I said he would win by TKO in the tenth round. That's exactly what I said oh, was going to happen. Um, you said that's what I'm saying. I, I missed my my two, the Astros and the and the Atlanta Braves, and then this. Yeah. Uh, that's two times I could have got paid, yeah. but I called that one. I, I figured it would be a late round situation because. Uh, I know Sean Porter, you know, he's scrappy. He's going to give you a good fight. I'm not saying he's going to get knocked down the first three rounds, but he is going to be undisciplined at some point. Yeah. And that's why I figured it would go 10. Um, and then it would not go past 10. So, um, Terrence Crawford got the dub. Did, did Sean Porter have a belt? No. He didn't have a belt, right? No. Okay, so that was just more for respect. Um, so now Terrence Crawford is now leaving top rank. Yeah. Um, I saw the video. That's there's that's definitely no surprise to me. So I think he's gonna go over to Fox 
That's probably be his best bet or Showtime. Showtime. One of the two. That's where the money's at. Yeah, maybe Dizon. Well, I think Dizon might be defunct now, though. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure about that one. Um, but that was definitely his best bet. Top rank has wasted his prime years. Uh, he definitely should have had at least three more big fights. He's only had one fight every year. I won't even say every year. It's been like every other year. Yeah. And I mean that's that's doing him a disservice. That's doing the fans a disservice. This like, Earl Spence fight should have already happened a long he, he time could, ago. He could try to sign with Al Heyman. If he signs with Al Heyman, he's going to get the Earl Spence fight. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. Will he sign with Al Heyman and, and do something with PBC? We'll see. You know. And then with Manny went right. Manny went over to Fox, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And see, if he does, and he stuff, got paid. Yeah. If he does something with PBC as well, like I think now. It, I don't know why he wouldn't go because he'll, he'll get the Errol Spence fight if he does that. Now, uh, unless they're not talking about cutting him a big, big enough uh, piece of the, the uh, pie, that'd be only why I think he did. I don't see how Earl can do that now because yeah. you got to think about it. Earl, you missed out on your fight with Manny. Yeah. Uh, you first, first you came back from a terrible accident, and then you missed your fight with Manny. It's like you don't really have a lot of leverage now. TC's been winning everything. And, and then like, he missed that fight with Manny, and Manny was washed. It was washed. So it could have looked like you did that to him. Yeah. Like you made him wash. Yeah. It could, you know, but you missed out on that. You have no leverage now. Yeah. He really has no leverage. You can't, I don't want to hear this A side, B side crap anymore. You can't say that no more. Yeah. Because clearly, TC is the A side now. Yeah. He's the number two, pound for pound. They're going to they're gonna give it to, um, to, uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Canelo? Canelo, yeah. Um, they're going to give it to Canelo. He's going to remain number one. Even after a big win like this, he's still going to remain number one. Yeah. But uh, I have no – and I have no problem with that. Canelo right now to me is the most impressive boxer uh, in the sport right now. But TC is still the best to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I have no problem with 1-2, one, 1-A, one you know, whatever. That's yeah. fine. Uh, but I definitely want to see TC land in a place where he can get nothing but big fights moving forward. His next fight needs to be – um, I wouldn't even say Earl Spence because Earl Spence isn't healthy. He's mm-hmm. got to get himself right. So it needs to be Ugas, and then after that, it needs to be Earl Spence. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And it's, he can retire after that. He's done. That'll be 41 and, and 0. Right, right, right. Uh, he's beat everybody. Right. right. I'm good with that. Yeah. I mean, it's a wait and see, man. I'm, I'm a. He's going to fight Ugas, though. Yeah. You know, Ugas beat him when they were amateurs. amateurs. Yeah. And he was talking about that. I'm like, does that even count? Floyd Mayweather lost six amateur fights. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tyson lost an amateur fight to, uh, what's the cat's name? Oh, I can't think of it. But he went and, and then destroyed him. Almost killed him. Yeah, in, in the pros. And nobody even knows. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, so. Amateur fights means nothing. Just like the Great White Hope. Yeah. <laughs> right, great, yeah. great White Hype. The great White Hype, yeah. yeah. Beat David Wayne. You saw what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a movie, yeah. yeah but was, that's, that, that happens in real life all yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of those amateur guys don't. I mean, it's kind of like uh, in other sports too. Like sometimes uh, college players don't turn out to be good professionals. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? It just it is what it is. We see it all the time. Okay, last one for sports. Uh, now we having a debate. Um, shout out to Howard. Shout out to uh, to Brandon. Um, they're not gonna like this this topic, but we have to do this. Um, Right now, what's the better football program, uh, UT Austin or UT San Antonio? <laughs> and who will win if they play? <laughs> That's the real question. Hey, <laughs> listen, UT San Antonio is now 11-0. They're ranked number 22, which is very disrespectful because they're 11-0. Um, 
granted their schedule have been pretty soft. Right. But they're eleven and zero. I mean, you got to at least give them top fifteen. Right. I would say at least top fifteen. If you're undefeated, you got to give them at least top fifteen. So, uh, UT San Antonio looks good. I've I've watched a couple of their games. They got a nice young quarterback who might actually get a shot uh, to, to try it in the NFL. NFL right. He might get a shot. He might be one of the later rounds, but, hey, listen, undefeated is undefeated, and I respect it. So they'll probably get a good bowl game. They're probably going to play somebody like Mississippi State right. in a bowl game, a team that's lost a lot of games, but, you know, it's, it's a nice matchup to see where you're at. Right. And I can see them getting the blowers done, uh, blown off of them. I can see that. By the way, UT sucks. <laughs> UT, UT Longhorns, they stink. Ask the coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a video recently that came out will tell you what the coaches thinks about the Longhorns right now. Football program. 43 seconds of gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you look, man, they lost to Kansas 57-56. I think the Kansas lost to what got uh, Charlie Strong fired, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's. UC San Antonio can beat Kansas. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> they can beat Kansas, for real, bro. I mean, with the talent, considering the talent that Texas is supposed to have, I'm not sure why they haven't been able to turn it around the last 10 years. It's like ever since Major Apple White left, they, not Major Apple White, uh, what's, um, Cole McCoy. Since Cole McCoy left, they haven't. I'm trying to give them a year where they were decent. Like No. Like since Cole McCoy left, it's no, been a struggle, been, man. Been terrible, you know. It's been, it's been. I had to. I tried to think about that too. It was like, no, no. It's it, 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 Vince, Cole McCoy, and since then, it's like they. I think their best season might be eight and four. Everything else been seven and five, six and six, five and seven. They've like, been middle yeah. of the pack, mediocre. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's not even middle of the pack because you got those teams that lose four games and still end up ranked number twenty five. Yeah. They're terrible. And the thing about it, I thought they made the switch because uh, you what was it? Uh, they played when they played Oklahoma and they jumped on them by what like twenty four points. They were up and they found a way to blow that game. I thought that was a turning point though. I was like, you know what, Texas is pretty good, man. Like talent is starting to kind of go around, but unfortunately, it just kind kind of hasn't worked out that way. So <sighs> disappointing. Uh, to say the least, but with that being said, they got another year. I mean, they, they Steve Sarkeesian being year two, he'll go to his first recruiting class. We'll see if he can turn around and within the next four years. But your boy is supposed to do that too, though. Um, what where is he at now? He, he took a job somewhere. Um, even though Texas paying paying the hell out of him. Um, He's not there anymore. No. Uh, the guy who was Texas coach last year, what's his name? Um, they got fired. Um, that used to be U of H. He's not Tom there. Herman. He's not there anymore. No, got fired. Oh damn! Steve Sarkeesian is the coach now. I thought he was still there, sticking it up. No, see, he got he got fired. They, they gave him like a, a thirty million dollar buyout. So he's got the money to go sit in city hall. It's embarrassing. They probably so I'm assuming they probably pay him on the next six years. Yeah, they're gonna the pay him. They're gonna pay him. See the crib for the next. A six booster, years. booster probably already wrote him a check. But whatever, <laughs> get him out of I here. I mean, seriously. I mean, and that's the good thing about those, you know. Bless college programs, you get blamed for everything. But if you had a big time program, I mean, like I think Notre Dame just finished paying Charlie Weiss maybe three years ago. Really? Yes, he ain't been the coach almost ten years. Like, yeah, why do they keep doing? Like, I just uh, what's the name? Franklin for uh, for Penn State just got a ten year deal. 
So if that doesn't pan out in two years, y'all been paying for the next eight years? Like they just paid them today. <laughs> Ten years. Why why do y'all do that? Why can't we just do three, four years? Like you really want to be under that? Like y'all really believe in him that much? I, I think, especially when you're a big time program. Like, I Penn think, State of Yeah. Yeah. Penn State like, State like you're a big time program, you don't need to sign nobody a ten year deal. Like they should just want to renew. They'll you can renew people. Now if you're like a like say let's say you're U of H though. U of H might need to sign some yes. like a senior program to make sure they well that's still ain't gonna make them stay, but still though, if you're paying them over ten years, X amount of money, that might that might want to keep make Tom Herman be like, you know what? Maybe I should stay here instead of go to Texas. Yeah, because look at if Tom Herman oh, I don't know, I can't say that because he lost some games they shouldn't have lost because he's worried about the Texas job. Yeah, he did. He lost like yeah. They lost the Navy. Yeah, they did. They, they were supposed to go undefeated See, that like, season. That happens to U of H. They lost, did the same thing with Kevin Sumlin, and then he yep. goes off to A&M. And, and Kevin Sumlin lost to Southern Miss. Yeah. They were undefeated. They were going to play LSU. I think oh. they were ranked number six. They oh. were right there. If they won that game against Southern Miss, because Southern Miss was ranked, they were going to play LSU in the national yeah, championship. Because before they was our brows, he goes to Baylor and he turns Baylor around. And U of H had, I will say this, U of H can't pick the coaches. They definitely can. They just can't keep them. Can't keep them. They got to kill themselves in them. Yeah. basketball. And they better keep him because they're doing good. They just lost to Wisconsin. They should have won that game. Yeah. They definitely should have won. They didn't get the shot up. They didn't get the shot up. Um, now, U of H, um, what are they ranked? 20, they're hard. They ranked 24th. And they're 10 and 1. They're on a 10 game winning streak. Get strength to schedule. Still, like, they, they're good. And then aren't they going? Where are they going next year? To the Big Twelve? I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. Uh, what's the name though? I don't know if it's one hundred percent yet. I think they'll they'll be negotiating with it. They need to because they're not gonna get no respect. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's it for sports. Let's move on to music. So, French Montana just came up with an album. Uh, they got amnesia. I heard it. I listened to it. It was pretty good. I liked it. He had a nice track. Uh, with, with Cola Ray, Push Start, uh, Strip Tease with Ty Dolla Sign. I like that one. Um, the number three track, uh, FWMGAB. I think it stands for F with me, get a bag. If I'm not mistaken, then it has a nice, it has a nice French beat. You know the French Montana French, beats, yeah. so it has a nice beat like that one. That one was straight. I didn't really like the song with uh with, with Kodak Black. It was I'm trying to run, man. I don't want to. It was just too mellow for me. I'm about to fall asleep. I'm like, man, I need something. <laughs> I need something. And then touch the sky with uh, with John Legend. That was also one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard the two tracks that came out last week, uh, and they're a good French track. The reason why I think he even named the uh, album that because he it was this thing that came out by French about name. Five French town uh, Montana songs without uh, uh, <laughs> without a feature, without and a feature, without a feature, and people were struggling. <laughs> without a feature, without a feature. What Man. about what about Shot Caller? Does that have a feature? Shot Caller doesn't have a feature. Okay. Ain't worried about nothing. Doesn't have a feature. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh wait, what's the other one? Um, dang, what's that one? <laughs> it's okay, but I told him too. I was like, "French be jamming though." He do. You know what I'm saying? But 
Can I name? I, it's crazy. I thought I could, but I really could. I think I got three. I have to really think about it. But if I thought hard enough, I may could figure it out. But yeah, I could. Yeah, I some tracks without features. Yeah, you got a few. I can't think of all of them. But yeah, he, you know, but Fred Jamba, like I say, he he does use features though. His best songs. But see, but what about the? Do we count R and B as features? Like the guys that come on, that's R and B singers that do the hook. Can we count that as a feature? Because he got some songs with The Weeknd. Yeah, he, they were saying yes. They, they oh, come on, man. <laughs> so he got to do the hook and the song? The song got to be completely his. Oh, get out of here, dog. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Okay, I, I, I guess, yeah, I'd have to really think about it. Okay, so that's all we have for music. Um, you know, music is coming out every week. They always got something yes. coming out. I can't wait until uh, Rick Ross, because yeah. uh, that's Rich Forever. That's supposed to be coming out next month? Yeah. Sometime next December. month. They said December. Yeah. Okay, now, um, so King Richard, that dropped on Friday, and uh, it was it was a good movie. I'm not quite done with it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm finished with it, but I, you know, it's based on a true story. So the, I think the ending is just going to talk about the matches that that she won, that uh, that Venus was winning, and how Serena is going to start, uh, you know, ascending to be the next. So I had like 20 minutes left, but from what I saw. With Will Smith, the job he did as King Richard yeah. was phenomenal. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> so the part that tripped me out was in the beginning when the guys jumped him at the park, well, yeah. and then he came. He pulled up. He's like, "I'm gonna shoot y'all." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I was like, wait, because I didn't see. I saw him walking up. I'm like, dang, he finna go. He finna go uh, fight the boys." And my wife told me, "Like, nah, he, he got a pistol in his hand." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Oh snap! You about to go shoot them?" He, but they said he was in some like some some crazy stuff. So I actually it's funny that 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 that's how the movie starts because yeah. I remember uh, the rapper, the game. Yeah. He he said this this spot maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. He said like all the guys could say what they used to do was at the park they used to play basketball and they would basically shoot dice and yeah. sell drugs at that park. Yeah. And so uh, Richard uh, Richard Williams would come up there. And basically, basically, he would be talking noise and telling him to get off the court so his girls can practice attention or whatever. And so I remember hearing the story from the game. So it's funny yeah. that the movie starts when I start starts, but it's yeah. the beginning. And he said that, uh, like, but he said like they respected him because he was like a gangster. Say he would fight dudes. Yeah. <laughs> he said these are real gangsters. Yeah. These are real dope dealers with guns in. They say he would fight dudes, talk crazy to a point to it, got to a point where after a while they would just be like. Oh, when he come, man, it's move. Yeah. Like, like it, it got to a point they just respected him. Yeah. Like, man, like, OG come in, like, yeah. OG about that life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so after a while, he was like, yeah, they was like, we'll just be like, all right, man, yeah, he's like, go ahead and let him have it. After a while. So that, that it's funny that the movie that was on the movie, I was like, the, I remember the game telling that story. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, about Richard Williams. Because, yeah, at first, I mean, the game full of BS. He yeah. Didn't know Richard Williams. Yeah. But it, they, that was in the movie, so it was like pretty cool to kind of see that. Yeah. Not a game. If he, if he said, I believe it. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so that's a must watch, y'all. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. uh, please go enjoy that. Will Smith, he, like we say, he never misses. Yeah. Okay. Um, so last thing uh, for TV shows, there's a new show that, that, uh, that follows, well, we can't say follows. I mean, that's if you watch shows when they drop. Everyone's watching um, TV on the on the actual streaming service now on so HBO Max. Yeah. Um, by the way, have you tried watching shows on HBO? On oh, real HBO? Yes. Recently? Yes. It looks terrible. 
<laughs> it looks absolutely terrible. Like I'm like, okay, so are y'all trying to force us to get HBO yeah, Max? Because yeah. it looks Chan, it looks bad. Like I'm like, yo, this is a this is a nice TV. Like how how y'all doing this? <laughs> so if you don't watch it from the app itself, it looks horrible. It's not full screen. The 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 quality's not good. I'm like, yo, but I just turned from ESPN in, in HD and it looks it looks great. So they're basically forcing guys to to buy the app, and that's fine. That's fine. Because I actually one of the few people that I know still kind of have cable. Yeah. So like I I I just haven't watched HBO recently because I guess I've just been watching sports on cable. Yeah. So I haven't watched the movie channel because I guess I do watch the apps. Yeah. Usually when I want to watch a movie. So yeah, I may end up doing it tonight. Just go put it on random. Still looks, HBO, see how it looks bad. Are <laughs> you gonna be like, nah? I just bought the TV too, so this be a great time to have this. Experience. And it's gonna look terrible. <laughs> gonna, I try to watch Insecure. No, no, my wife had to record. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, you know, we got HBO Max. Why are you recording it? She's like, oh, I always do it like that. I'm like, oh, okay, but we've always watched it from the from the app. Yeah. So she tried to watch it from recording, and I was like. I was like, I watched like the first 10 seconds. I was like, hey, this is terrible, dog. <laughs> Turn this off. So we, we had to put the, put the app on. I was like, no, watch. We put the app on full screen. There's no like black line. Take it up half the screen. Quality. I'm like, see, uh-uh, okay, I see what y'all doing. That's fine. But anyway, um, back to the show. Okay, so Love Life. Uh, it, it's come out now. I didn't even know. That the show came out in 2020. There yeah. was a se- the whole other season. I'm on season two. Yeah. So I'm watching the one with William Jackson. Uh, his name is uh, Marcus Watkins yeah. uh, in this, on this show. He's, the, he's featured in season two. This is a good show. For those, I, I know there's some people out here, like, as soon as I say love, like, they already know what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is a really, really good show. So it's about a guy, um, he's an editor, okay? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, just like the title, Love Life. He's, he's basically breaking down his love life and the thing, the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations of his love life. Being married, um, seeing what the world is like, uh, balancing work life with life, period. It's, it's a really good show. And it's, and it's not demanding. Because you know when people tell you, oh, man, you should watch this show. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get around to it. I'm like, <laughs> how long is this show? That's the first thing I'm going to ask. It's an hour. Nah, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Nah, this show is only 26 minutes. Oh. It's only 26 minutes, so... I, and I asked, I said, because the show was over, I said, I said, damn, that was quick. Well, how long is the show? It's like, oh, it's only 30 minutes long. I said, oh, okay. So I'm going to get caught up. So I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the whole season uh, before this weekend is over. Uh, the episode that I saw was really good. I, I'm, I'm not going to give you all too much of a spoiler alert, but um, so the guy, William Jackson, he was, uh, he was, he, you know, he's married guy, but you know, he's working. His, him and his wife's schedule is not really working that well together. So they're not getting a lot of alone time. So he's looking at other women. And his homeboy uh, is trying to tell him, like, hey, man, leave the lead, lead chick alone. Don't mess with no side chicks or whatever. And um, and then, <laughs> it's funny. He um, So he messing with this chick. And she's telling him, like, oh, uh, he asked him, like, oh, you know, where's um, he's like, where's your boyfriend at? She's like, oh, he's always out of town, always out of town. You know, he's, he's work. He's, he's never really home. He's always out of town, always out of town. So he goes to a crib one day to just pop up or whatever, to surprise her and to take her on a date. And then Amari Stoudemire answers the door. <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah, this is Postmates. He's like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. So that's why she said, always out of town, always out of town. NBA guy. Yeah, gotcha. More little story. Regular guys, I don't care if you're a big time editor or not, you cannot compete with a professional <laughs> athlete. First of all, he's 6'11. <laughs> That's number one. 
And he got millions and millions of dollars. And I think he has like, I think he said like high five figures. So he's like pushing 100, yeah. pushing six figures, but not quite there. Yeah. No, you can't compete with that dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to check it out now. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been seeing previews for it. It's good. And I, I, I used to see it on the cover. I was like, eh, you know, I'm not getting around to it. But no, I actually watched it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. And I got another funny show too. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's something about uh, sex lives, secret sex lives of college girls. That's a good one too. I've uh, I watched a little bit of that. That's a short show. It's not long. So those are two uh, shows that I would recommend uh, to the people. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. HBO Max is where it's at. <laughs> it's always in shows, movies. They got they got old shows. They got uh, they got Parenthood, yeah, Martin. I was watching, they got everything, uh, man. I, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a, a comic book geek, but I was watching like uh, those old. Remember the Batman the animated series? Yeah, it's I used to love that. Too. Yeah, yeah. They, got, yeah they got all DC. Yeah. So I, I, was, I was watching that one day. Some, some of those are kind of just for the nostalgic feeling watching those because I remember when I was eight, nine years old watching. Watching faithfully. Yeah, faithfully. Every, every, it came on every day, actually. Back it did. So I used to actually check it out. It came on Fox. Remember they used to have uh, what's the Fox Kids yeah. back in the day? Fox Kids. Then you had the Sunday, uh, I'm sorry, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, with the the X Men come on, Spider Man, all that good stuff. But yeah, anyway, I love I'll it. I'll get to that. I love <laughs> it. All right, uh, episode one forty two in the books. Great, great show, um, guys. We got some big games tomorrow. We'll see how it shapes out. Uh, live from an undisclosed location. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out. <laughs>